You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome to Flawless Noises Media Network. We've put together a compilation featuring previews of all of our wonderful show's episodes from the past two weeks. Please, feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, significant others, Twitter and Instagram followers, and more. In doing so, you will help others get to know our sound. And don't forget, we also have a Patreon that features exclusive bonus content. For a small monthly fee, you'll have access to both audio and video content. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises to sign up. We thank you for your support and look forward to bringing you more hashtag content. This is Flawless Thrones, hosted by Curtis, Candace, and Jeremy. She can't do nothing because she on his back. He can't maneuver the way he needs to to get them off of them because he's going to throw her off. Lo and behold, she falls off anyway. And he flies up and, you know, shakes his, his ass and, you know, gets them off of him. Watch yourself, whatever. Mm, and so now she is literally by herself. She don't even have the dragon. So of course she about to get fucked up. And then here come friend zone Jorah. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. Buddy Jorah. The last stand. Music soul Jorah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna Jeremy. I'm, I'm just gonna let you have that. <laughs> friend zone music. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Our music, soul child music, is on uh, friends on music. That's why I make that joke. <laughs> now that you say it, can he even, can he even, can he even see the friend zone? <laughs> Curtis, I think I, I think because hey, hey. the red lady had set the trench on fire, she almost died trying to set the trench on fire. Yeah. Bitch almost gave up. She was huffing and puffing. Mm, she was but like, oh, she was like, what's in the Lord of the Light? Oh, Why has thou forsaken me? Oh, but <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Night King was like, eat the cake, anime. Y'all, if I kill you, whoa. Whoa. And remember, a girl will fuck you up and a girl will fuck you. Mm. Okay. Just sign me up for the ladder, please. <laughs> I would I would like to go out like Genji, please. Thank you so much. No night king over there. <laughs> All Gendry, no night king. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be the labia king if I have a choice of the bad. <laughs> Okay, the click king. <laughs> the Lord of Winter Clips. <laughs> Lady Labia. No. Oh, no, I don't think Gendry is anything like his dad. He don't even know him to be anything like him. Just know he was a shit. But Gendry always been on the right side of things for all, for the whole, for the stint of the show. I don't yes. think that's going to change. I think he's going to uh, stake his 
lane and be who he's always been. So yeah, and a and a show with you know either great characters or just outright pieces of shit. Gendry always has been on the up and up. Yeah, so. Gendry the good. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I'm gonna take it. Speaking yeah. of getting taken, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, that's, now that's the segue. That's uh, how you listen, segue. Listen, we stay in consistency. Mm. <laughs> no, me. <laughs> Below deck, we see Tyrion and Varus talking because Tyrion could not keep the secret, so he told Varus. <laughs> and Varus is like, "Well, eight people know, so it's not a secret. It's information." And eventually, that was information. my favorite line of the show. Right. Like, ain't yeah. no more secrets, bitch. He's like, it's gonna get out. Eight people know. Eight gonna turn into 16 before you know it. And, you know, then the next thing you know, so, the whole so fucking world gonna know. Listen, Varys was sassy as shit. He <laughs> always sassy. I'm... I mean, what else can you be when you're missing a penis? Mm. Yeah, mm. I wasn't gonna say it, but I figured you would. <laughs> but yeah. uh, he's already kind of like, from eunuch to Eunice. <laughs> 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 bitch named Eunice. He seem messy like a church bitch named Eunice, don't <laughs> The man spicy all the time. Giltrid. I think I wouldn't have minded seeing Brienne titties. <laughs> I wanted to see them tarth nips. <laughs> Uh, she's a, she's a, she's a, she, like she kind of nice. She kind of nice looking, you know, outside of this. So I know it's, she has some nice under there under all that uh all them costumes. But mm. man, mm. imagine a nigga with a monopoly thimble on his arm taking your virginity. <laughs> a monopoly. That is wild. Monopoly I, thimble. Lord have mercy. And I'll just leave it at that. I hope Danny had a delicious drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it was made to her liking and they, they spelled her name correctly on the cup. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she used her Westeros coupon. Yes. Yeah, I made a joke Hopefully about she it. she doubled our stars. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, go to Westerbucks. <laughs> use coupon, use coupon code bend, bend the knee. this is gay side stories hosted by curtis aka trillificent i'm trying to figure out in what settings are our white counterparts likely to experience discrimination at a big enough level that it would that it would it would be represented the way it is for us as ethnic minorities, black, Asian, etc. You, you get what I'm saying? Like it's correct. It's There's kinda, no comparison, right? Like I'm trying to figure out where's the comparison drawing from because what are the spaces where our white counterparts are not welcome? Because right. even if we have a space for ourselves. <laughs> Either they're going to feel welcome in there or they're just not going to even register it because it's not, it may, you know, they may feel like it's beneath them or whatever. It's not their kind of place. 
Right. And it's easy for them to start promoting themselves and uh, like that when they conduct a study versus someone else conducting the study and maybe being a little bit more neutral and being like, okay, well, you say that it's a, a safe environment for gay men of all colors, but that's not the truth. And maybe you need to be a little bit more careful in your language and tr- instead of saying that what chappy is what grinder is what jacked is maybe be very very conscious of saying this is what we're working towards because you can't say that chappy is a place uh that is safe and fun and da 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 and then conduct this study where people are saying yeah i've been racially discriminated on the app like you know what i'm saying it just it looks a little funny in the light does it not So it could be the exact same thing. White gays could be doing the exact same thing. And they do. Like, you know, whenever, if you see white gays, like reality shows and stuff like that, they're not doing anything different than the black ones. That's true. But it looks different because the skin is different and it's perceived differently. And I think that's just because society, it's woven into society that white is already innocent and angelic. So a white gay man could be doing the exact same thing that a black gay man is doing. And they're going to, people are automatically conditioned to look for the reasoning behind what he's doing versus someone that's black or brown. It's automatically like, okay, they're lower class, they're quote unquote ghetto or whatever the case may be for doing the exact same thing two black gays fighting is ghetto it's this that and the other two white gays fighting and it's like mm, well this is ratchet ramblings hosted by candace curtis and jeremy um spice you still a stupid ass bitch i yeah you still have no point and i don't care what the fuck tokyo and nobody else is telling you beloved nope that ain't it you bleaching your skin openly where people can see is not going to achieve any kind of effect on colorism. And it's still the same fucking thing. You don't know anything about fucking black American culture and this whole black hypocrisy. So you blaming black America for you not popping. I'm like, so how are you so self unaware? It never occurred to you that maybe because you don't know anything about black Americans, that your style is not appealing to us. Your music is not appealing to us. Nobody cares of how you look, girl. You from Jamaica. Nobody's expecting you to be light skinned coming from fucking Jamaica. At what all. we do expect is for you to have some good rhythms, bitch. And you don't. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing popping. Nothing, Nothing. poop boom. Nothing. You poop boom stink. <laughs> Raggedy <laughs> poop boom. <laughs> You're so fucking dumb. Even, you can't even put into words what it is you're trying to do. You got to put fucking white paint on your whole body just to be able to say, hey, I feel like if I was light skinned, I would be successful, which is not true. But you can't even do that. You got to paint your shellac your fucking skin, girl. Get the fuck out of here. You're going to get cancer and you're going to. Never mind. Let me not say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait on it, too. <laughs> but, girl, what you doing? <laughs> I mean, I don't feel bad about saying that the doctor told you, girl. <laughs> like, you I'm don't die, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you go turn yourself into an energy saver light bulb, a bitch, you go die. What did you even talk about? Like, I just don't turn into the Tesseract. I just don't understand how you feel like putting that white paint on your skin and looking like Jennifer fucking Aniston is going to help you sell records in America. I don't get it. She don't get it. She don't. Fucking bozo. Because I was like, why do y'all like even need out to with do my this? Balled up. And what you going to do, little baby, with the bad back? I say your back already balled up, so you need to calm down. So. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I just, I just, I just don't know. Ooh, I, just don't I don't know. know. When y'all let Jeremy get on that code forty-five. He makes shit happen. Mm-hmm. Listen, <laughs> I, the, the, the thought of his spine looking like a crinkled up piece of paper is I'm gonna slide right on out this bar stool. Like but, you know, you know when like you you got a bad grade on your homework and you ain't want to turn it in to your mama because she'll beat your ass. That's what I yeah. imagine. That's what I imagine. Alex back is. So just, like, although I do wish KK and them teeth would sit down. I'm yeah. a handle this crap. I'm a handle yeah. it. Handle an orthodontist. Handle your wigs, handle your life, handle your reading, like handle yourself, bitch. Like, goddamn, like leave us alone. Like, listen, like, listen. She had a point, but then it's like, you look like they got a handlebar on them. <laughs> Fuck. You know what, KK? <laughs> KK look like that little hamburger help hand. Oh, she sure do look like the hamburger. Oh, <laughs> you burger macaroni scrap. But he ain't had to make that dry ass lasagna. <laughs> Listen, he said that's that lasagna look like it ain't have no ricotta, no good mozzarella, nothing. It just looked like it looked like he used yellow cheese. Yes, I, he, when he said that was his signature di- dish, I was like, I hope. Uh, well, you need to unsign it because that shit looked boo boo as fuck. Yeah, tell him, London. Was it Jamaican lasagna? <laughs> Jamaican oh, not, no, it was Jamaican me not want to eat it. That's what the fucking, <laughs> fucking look like. Jamaican me mad with this bullshit. Jamaican me throw up. I know. I know and he even came out there in that loose ass uh, probation Steve, suit. That Steve that Harvey suit, ass suit. That suit you wear when you got to stand before the judge to see how much probation you gonna get. Suit. Mm. Now nah, that's boy. The suit. That's that's the suit of niggas who who be late for court on purpose. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if the glam squad was on vacation, but Scrap was extremely ugly this episode. Like even more so than previous episodes. He looked like he had just woke up. <laughs> he looked like he just woke up in a dick. <laughs> why y'all get on my fucking nerves so bad? Shit, why he get on our nerves looking at goddamn ugly friends? Yes. <laughs> we are we are not to blame him. He looked like he just crawled out of that ditch Monique drove in. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Y'all make me very weary. (laughs) Like scrap. Listen. And for as goofy as fucking Sky is, we don't know where the fuck Black Ink would be without Sky. Yeah. Because C's has shown he don't make good decisions hiring people. He don't make good decisions in who keep track of the finances. I'm talking to you, bum bitch kitty. 
Mm. He don't make good decisions on where he stick his dick. Mm. He don't make good decisions in parenting. Mm. He just he don't make good decisions in dental and seeing a dentist. He, he don't just make do not good make decisions in what family members he keeps around him. Mm. Yeah, he just do not make good titty. I mean, Teddy, Titty, Teddy, Titty, Teddy. Might be a show I was listening to that one episode, Jeremy, and you was like, I know he got pictures for Titty Tuesday. And I was like, Titty Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> this is Mama Meets World, hosted by Bree. My name is Bree, and I have ADHD. So that's something that I'm not sure a lot of you know about me. Um, I always knew something was off with myself. From the time I was probably about six or seven, you know, you become aware of your surroundings and aware of yourself. I feel like that's when the internal buzz started. I always describe ADHD as like this buzz inside your head. There are a million conversations going on. My homeboy, Kosi, on Twitter today said it's like being in a room with 100 TVs on. All of them are playing at the same volume. Um, All of them have different things on, and you're trying to figure out which one you should focus on. Um, I've had that feeling since I was six years old. Reach out to me, guys. If you've got a child that has an IEP, I would love to hear from you and hear your experience with it. I think that in the Black community, especially as Black moms, we are quick to say, I don't mean we, we, people who practice conscious parenting like I do, but other people other black people, it's so easy to say this child is bad. Jameson Sensory, his breakdowns and stuff, they present as just tantrums. But you have to know your child enough to know what is starting these tantrums. And I also am asking you, if you have a child that's displaying behaviors like tantrums or falling out or, you know, seeming to be irrationally upset at the sound of noises, at the the feel of clothes, at Uh, breaking routine, talk to your pediatrician. That's also a really, really good place to start. All I had to compare it to was my daughter and my daughter was super ahead in everything. Jaden was giving you full sentences at damn eight months old. So I know that wasn't a fair comparison. I know boys develop a little bit behind girls, but I'm like, something still feels off. So thank God, um, her name is Lauren. Miss Lauren at Little Bean, Bean Speech Therapy just ended up coming to Jamison's preschool at the time to, to for some other kids. And there was a kid in his classroom that was receiving speech services. And she pulled me to the side and she was like, hey, um, I don't want to offend you, but I think maybe you should do a speech evaluation for Jamison because he's not talking, you know, like his peers. I am a speech pathologist and I can do that for you. And I could do it in his classroom. All you would have to do is set up, you know, the insurance and all of that. So I said, you know what? What do I have to lose? So I set him up and it turns out Jameson had a speech delay. This is Not So Newlywed Podcast hosted by Candace and Mike. We'll get right to it. And I call it topic one, do it your damn self. Because uh, that's basically what the article is, is about is like, why do you need to specifically be with a woman you deem is worthy or good to step your shit up and be 
the man you should want to be for yourself, but the man she deserves. That is like the article is like, you know, on top of everything that women deal with having to be mothers, lovers, working, you know, keeping a clean house, taking care of certain things with this, that, and the third. Why is a woman tasked with being a man's inspiration to be a better human being? Like, that is... There are people who like, oh shit, okay, I guess I need to get my shit together, you know, because I got somebody decent in my life or whatever. But I think the other side of that is I've never been with a man that's been like, oh, he makes me want to be a better woman. I have been with a man that says, you know what, he gives me the support that I need and the things that I need to make it easier for me to work on myself. That's the difference. Like, I don't want a man that I have to... It's, it's a personality thing. Like, when people ask me, why did you get divorced? My number one answer, like, barring everything that happened between us, you know, personally, infidelity-wise and all of that, I am the type of person who's never going to be satisfied with where I am now. I want to constantly grow. I want to constantly learn. I want to constantly push and try to be a different, better upgraded version of myself like I'm pushing out updates on myself you know I'm doing all these things because I'm so started and if you don't have that in a partner you will be miserable that's kind of my 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 final drive at home point is that this article this conversation to me it dispels a lot of the myth about women being gold diggers and men being captain saver hoes because if you sit back and really look at it and you look at statistics about earnings uh who's more college educated uh who's moving into more positions of power in um in in the working world um it's women in our community it's it's black women so black women so i'm gonna take it a step further candace and i don't mean to cut you off and say you know, when you're talking to the point of men talking about women being gold diggers, you know, it's a really, really great thing as a man if you only have to worry about a, a woman taking your money. Because as a woman, you have to worry about the emotional labor that you have to go through. You have to worry about the financial labor that you have to go through. You can end up raising a, a man. And now, a few previews from our Patreon. This is the Weekly Wind Down, hosted by Candace and Curtis. I remember a time on Twitter when motherfuckers was, was saying that the barber sh- the black barbershop ain't that problematic. And I was like, I know you niggas fucking lying. Well, Eat. it must be two fucking barbershops because this listen, ain't it. Listen, listen, you motherfuckers must have the reality stone because I know you fucking lying to me. Mm. And it's disgusting. I mean, I remember when... Um, me and my ex broke up and I had to start getting Jameson's haircut by myself because he moved away. The first barbershop that I went to just based on Instagram reviews and shit like that, searching hashtags, um, the barber said to me, and I kid you not, he said to me, um, what kind of pussy you got if your nigga ain't taking your son to get his haircut? Wait, I'm sorry, what? He looked me dead in my fucking face and asked me what kind of pussy I had. If my nigga was not taking his son to get his hair cut, and you know what I did? I walked right the fuck out. Oh, I, we got to burn that shit down. Whoever in Texas burned all them goddamn beehives, I'm looking at you, Taylor Swift, with your hating, stealing, cutting mm. ass. Mm. We seen what you did, bitch. Mm. <laughs> with my Coachella. You ain't low. 
Don't listen. Don't play with us because we will ride over Beyonce. Mm. But that was well done, friend. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Somebody <laughs> said when he fucked me good, I take that ass to Panera. Bitch, I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. I said to myself, I said, this is why y'all niggas don't deserve the internet. This is why. Should have never gave y'all niggas Wi-Fi. Never. Ever. She and doesn't then, deserve the things. She doesn't. She don't. She still look like a crab leg. Mm. I, I halfway don't even want to talk about her bitch ass because I really feel like she be plotting on the shit and doing it on purpose. Oh, she definitely I, does. She does. <laughs> Some fucktard, I don't even remember his name, tweeted that um, Nat Turner, the slave rebellion Nat Turner, was a serial killer. You don't hear much about black serial killers. I guess Nat Turner would be one. Now, friends, I'm actually Nat Turner's granddaughter, like his fifth granddaughter, like straight down the line on my father's side. Imagine you saying someone who led a slave rebellion was a fucking serial killer. And that's how I know y'all niggas are new blacks. Mm. Also, come on with the historical line. Come on, friends. Thank you. You know, we've been that's why them fucking ancestors. I'm not my ancestors. You catch these hands, nigga. My ancestors been given a hand. So what's up? Mm. Me and my grandfather could whoop your ass. So what's up? Now Either you, way. Now you stuff that in your bonded and have a nice day. Okay. Swag, swag. <laughs> <laughs> this is the portal, hosted by Mike and Candace. And you know what? Speaking of Naruto, uh, so this this is airing, this is dropping on a Thursday. So my pick for Throwback Thursday anime is Naruto. Okay. We have been watching. First of all, I accidentally got sucked into Mike's bullshit. <laughs> Let me tell you that, okay? Because... I can't go. I can't come upstairs and go to bed without him rewatching Naruto. So I got sucked into the shit. Now I'm rewatching Naruto, and I'm goddamn livid while also loving it. As much as I see people talk about One Punch Man, I thought it was like on season eighty-seven. So on season two, <laughs> which which little surprise for you, little razzle dazzle. I might actually watch. One Punch Man. I might actually go through and watch season one and get caught up to season two. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's great what? about what's great about One Punch Man is it's like a so it's like a it's like a parody almost of all like superhero genres, mm-hmm. but it's done so well that you have to take it seriously. Okay. So it's like a lot of comedy, and it's a really good series. Like the main character is great. The writer, whose name is One, <laughs> just One, nothing else. That, that was the end of that. Um, he actually has another series uh, called Mob Psycho, which was out last season, which is really good as well. This is Backwoods Burn Book, hosted by Jeremy. I don't know what in the entire fuck. I don't know what D&D them made in the back of they goddamn house with some fabuloso in the easy bake oven. I don't know what the fuck they have been smoking, but this shit that they doing on Game of Thrones is the fuck boo boo. 
It is terrible. <laughs> it I don't what the how do you it's it's Stinks, my nigger. It stinks. Not my nigger, but my nigger. It stinks. They have been so fucking sloppy. There is no way on God's green earth. And let me say this for the record. If this is the direction they want to go, I'm not mad at it. Because ultimately it's what, what, how you want to end the show. My problem and my issue is the execution. And excuse my language, beautiful individual that creates haters. I saw a bitch say <laughs> that people are just saying that the writing is bad now because they because they fan theories did not come true. And I want to know what kind of crack you smoking. I want to know what kind of crack right. you're smoking. Ooh, who, the, mm, who the fuck <laughs> do you see on any, any medium, social media, real medium, whatever, who the fuck are you seeing say that the show is bad or the writing is bad because they had a fan theory, which is literally just fans having fucking fun, which is ironic because you niggas saying that people critically analyzing shit is taking the fun out of it. But yet you are taking the fun out of a part of fiction is that the fans speculating and having fun with other fans and guessing what the fuck is going to happen. Woo who point me to who you have seen said that the show is bad because my fan theory did not come true. Thank you again for supporting Flawless Noises Media Network. You can go to our website, flawlessnoises.com, for more information. If you want to buy some merch, you can also do that at our website or go directly to flawlessnoises.com slash store. We have merch from Ratchet Ramblings, Mama Meets World, Gay Side Stories, and the network with more to come. Again, our Patreon is patreon.com slash flawless noises. You can go there for bonus content, including audio and video. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. <laughs>